on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Meetups were had by all. AIE, wow, under new, um, old, um, something management. AIEU needs all pilots to report to Las Vegas. Yes, Earth. <laughs> RRF Captain Symbol Star Trek Online News Summary is now available. And we may have Randy here to talk to us about the Warcraft movie. Thanks, Google. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode number 255 of the podcast celebrating the LA Yachta S gaming community. The Die have, has been podcast. This is Aludra, I think you're awesome, and to my left, my extreme left, my very left, is Michaela. Hey folks, there are some strawberry shortcakes in the guilt kitchen. And right over there, cleaning up that strawberry shortcake mess, to my not as immediate left, is Tatsemi. According to my spreadsheet, oh, never mind, I'll do it. This week, we're going to be joined by special guest Randy Deluxe, a.k.a. Maui, who's here to talk to us about the Warcraft movie if the Google overlords see it fit to grant him access. So we're going to yep. keep our fingers crossed. He's going to try and he's still trying to join us. So we're, we're just hoping that he'll be able to in good time. So meanwhile, let's get the prattle rolling. Still for time. <laughs> Michaela. Don't worry, there's tons of news. Oh yeah, so much news. Michaela, what have you been up to in gaming and life since the last episode? Because that was a while ago. It was a while ago. It was a long Planes while ago. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Not oh, right. So um, not so far. Okay. I'm um, doing a little bit of playing Star Tour, not a ton. I do need to jump, of course, back into Warcraft because, you know. Warcraft. Warcraft. Yes. And there was a movie. We'll talk about that later. Um, we did actually have uh, Phoenix Comic Con here. Mm -hmm. In your house? And I had our tables. You know what? At one point, it felt like it. that table was a mess. <laughs> it, it did. It really did. So we actually, uh, this is the fourth year that Nevermore had, and I had uh, been vendors um, or exhibitors, whatever you want to call us, at Phoenix Comic Con. So it was great. We actually had a few guildies stop by, other frat frog pants uh, listeners. Always a good time. Mm -hmm. uh, it was busy. It was, you know, since I have a desk job, I am not used to standing on my feet for 9 to 11 hours a day, which usually makes me feel like I've been doing squats after Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I could sit down. They give us chairs. I just don't care to use them. So that was Michaela fun. Michaela is anti-chair, except for now. You heard it here. Exactly. Exactly. If Yeah. I mean, you know, I sit in a chair all day for work. So if I'm going to be working at a con, I'm on my feet and talking to people and meeting people. So oh, that was right. kind of it. You know, not doing too much gaming, uh, working, 
working on a book slowly, slowly, slowly. That's how books <laughs> and, you know, go. Yeah. Well, you know, and also trying to world build and you know, to do a book, you sometimes need background stuff and history and for fancy book, you need names of countries and gods and philosophies and so a lot of research there and trying to come pull up, pull uh, names out of my backside, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. What so about you? Have, yeah, tell yeah. what have you been doing, Sammy? Um, what have I been doing? Well, chapter fifteen, no, chapter fourteen, sorry, of Star Wars came out uh, mm -hmm. for the Old Republic, so I took a couple characters through that and played around with leveling up crafting skills and characters and stuff in Star Wars and also jump back into WoW because there's been an influx of people returning to WoW because of the movie. So invites have been on the rise, people Yay. applying, joining, rejoining, coming back, going, how do I play? <laughs> so mm -hmm. there's a lot of people answering questions from people that haven't played since. Let's see, we had somebody come back that left at Cataclysm. We had somebody that left during Miss Pandaria and never picked up Warlords. And we've had people that started out in Warlords, left shortly afterwards, and are coming back trying to figure out where is everything. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep, that's fun. great about AIE. Everybody's so helpful. Angry. Yes. And um, I am, let's see, I think I mentioned it last time. I'm working on getting uh, the oil wells in the garrison, mm -hmm. in the shipyard for all my characters. So I've got it on, let's see, I have, I'm trying to remember, I have 10 100s on the horde side because, good lord, Jeez. there's been a content drought. And uh, I have it on seven of them. So I'm working on the last three. I have my monk my rogue, and my mage to go. But uh, just hanging out, talking movie, in-game, talking with the new folks, helping them out, that sort of thing. What have you been up to, Aludra? Oh, well, then. I mean, this is a big-time jump for me. Uh, let's see. Not much, turns out, in all that time. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's see. I was playing the Diablo season a lot, a lot, and I need to get back into that. And then Battleborn came out, and then I was beating everybody up with swords and laser pointers. And then after that, I was in Overwatch, and I'm beating everybody up with swords and laser pointers there. And I call them mm. laser pointers because they go... No? You don't like Overwatch? Yeah, I love Overwatch. No, Michaela, I heard him. I've not, I've not, no, no, I was too few viewing. I've not actually had a, got a chance to play that yet. I don't think my system's quite up to snuff on it, unfortunately. Mm. That's, That's actually. Why I, play, I play Lucio and I just stay in one spot near the payload <laughs> and, and heal everyone. It's fun. There you go. Um, Let's see. It's summer here, which means uh, it's hot. Our, Winter is over because we got, what, three days of rain or something really ridiculous that everybody was complaining about. And so, yeah, it's so hot here. It is so hot. I Yes, I have a large water bottle as well. And it's just really hot, and I'm cranky about it. Um, but, yeah, I've been bouncing around from Steam game to Steam game. Yep, see, he can, he can totally relate for those viewers. If you're not viewing, then that is just me agreeing with empty air. And you enjoy yes. it anyway? Um, There's a question <laughs> for you. What's, so what's been your favorite Steam game that you're playing as of late? Oh, let Besides me see. all of them. 
Yeah, I know, right? Um, I've actually been playing a stupid puzzle game. Yes, I've got all these shooters and stuff, and I'm playing Sudoku on Steam. Well, you've been you know, pew-pewing <laughs> in other games, so sure. <laughs> Yeah, but if you're to look at my recent time played across all Steam games, you're like, what the heck is Puzzler World, and why is she doing... It's because I just want to finish everything in it, because it has individual trophies beyond Steam achievements, and I just want to be done, <laughs> you know? A little one for achievements, got it. Yes, I do. I want the achievements in this stupid game that nobody will ever see, because I already have all the Steam ones. <laughs> And it's a really good way to kind of de-stress and unwind, just sitting there making yeah. sure you have all the twos and all the grids. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. something to be said about pew-pewing and stab-stabbing people as you're running around worlds and, you know, blowing up Death Stars and stuff. But also making sure all your twos are in the right spot. Who am I talking yeah. to? Tetsumi knows! <laughs> right? Right to me. Yeah. Exactly. Making sure all your numbers are all in a row. But, yeah. And then we had a Star Wars marathon here recently. Really? Yes. You got to watch the movies. Yeah, hello. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we did over the long weekend is we watched Star Wars movies. Very cool. Um, yeah. At this point, I'm not shocked when you say that anymore. <laughs> I'm not I thinking know. Heather needs a break or poor Heather. No, Heather's doing it to herself. <laughs> yeah, no, Heather had I, her reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's called inventory, and mm -hmm. no, it's supposed to be a three-day weekend, and I took Saturday of that week off. For you, that's a week <laughs> off. Oh, oh wait, I heard a giggle. Did she not really take the day off? <laughs> no, 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 she did. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she took the Saturday of the three-day weekend off. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And yeah. I worked like eight hours on Sunday, and I worked, yeah, I have a problem. You yeah. do, but it's your problem, and, you know, it you're is. not you without your problem. <laughs> I have 99 problems, and um, taking vacation time is one. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. So, with all that in mind and how awesome we all are, tell me any, uh, any news about the raid team that we are all on. Oh, yeah, I'm still in for time. Uh, no, that's fine. Um, we've had, uh, we've, we've had a new friend uh, join from uh, Ben's work, that uh, Al the Mage. He is uh, doing a shaman. And we are just kind of re-gearing re people up, running through LFR and stuff like that. Um, we've kind of lost our momentum on trying to kill Archimon, so I think what we're going to do is just do some more gearing runs, and then um, we've had a few people uh, let their subscription lapse until the Legion pre-event, which yeah. uh, I've actually tested on... Um, the beta, because I finally got into beta, thanks to Ro. Uh, run, I won a contest on his um, Realm Maintenance podcast to get into the beta. Beta's so, fun, huh? Yes, beta, beta is definitely fun. The Legion Invasion stuff looks awesome. The um, class quests for the artifact are fun. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be fun. Looking forward to it. So, like I yeah. said, once they... Once they do the gear changes and the 
all the stuff when 7.0 releases, which will come with the transmog stuff, thank God. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. We can clear all out all our banks. Everybody's holding on to everything right now. Thanks, right. Blizzard. I don't even have half my bags for transmog runs. Everybody's like, oh, do you have the purple justice set? No, I don't. Because everything is full of scavenger boxes. <laughs> Salvaging boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Acro- across my 10 characters, I think I have 1,200 boxes saved up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. crazy. And you're insane. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just making my own Christmas because I'm gonna have lots of boxes to open up and and then little That's you know things will appear. Doing. Everybody's gonna be all boxes leveling and, and like, how is the new stuff? And unless we get the transmog stuff in an early patch, all of our raid teams are gonna be sitting in there in our garrisons opening boxes because we don't have room for new loot. <laughs> well, you know what, it, what also is going to be is like the officers will be sitting there in their garrisons opening stuff when it rolls out doing invites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be like open, open a box, you know? invite, open a box, invite. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a macro like how we used to do archaeology. Yeah, exactly. They have so, taken over, and I think I they know. want the news. So let us move forward in the show, and okay. we will stall in there. AIE News. So the uh, Warcraft movie came out this week, and we had a ton of meetups to watch it, including one in Chicago, Phoenix, Chattanooga, L.A., and, of course, Scott's Big Shindig in the Utah. If you want to schedule a meetup for a movie gathering, a guilt dinner, or anything else, go to meetup.com slash est for more. Oh, so we had a great time. We actually had, I think, 12 of us, a combination of AIE and CTR. So it's kind of a uh, you know multi guild event, which was fun. It was we mostly mm-hmm. got us together, and we proved that Gnomewise actually does go to things on occasion. Oh wow! Yes. Shut up! How yeah, shocking! So, well, because we can't, we bumped into him at Comic Con, he's and he's like, "Yeah, I want to go to events, but I never remember." I'm like, "Okay, we're gonna start actually DMing you directly." <laughs> Yeah. So I just started so that, taking my husband's phone and just putting things in there. And he's like, what's it? Yeah. Oh, we got a thing on Friday? I'm like, yep, we got a thing on Friday. No, we have a thing. <laughs> now, I put everything in the calendar for for mm-hmm. Chet and I, actually. So that was really cool. Um, Almost had this bags coming, but unfortunately, real life happened. But we had a great time. there. I, we tweeted out some pictures of almost all of us wearing... Yep, almost all of us wearing hard shirts. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was that, and I'm sure that all the other meetups were great. I've seen some pictures from the stuff in Utah, and really wanted to be there, but we had our own shit going on. All right, and speaking of stuff, keep an eye on the Imperium Ludi section of the forums. MewCow has been posting beta keys for the game Icarus, or sorry, Riders of Icarus, which yes! is an Eastern-style MMO made by uh, Nekon. So have you played it? Yes! Okay, so no matter what class you pick, you're a hunter! In that you can walk up and tame a mount. You like the thing, you can tame it. And the first thing they have you tame is a sparkly unicorn. A sparkle unicorn. So this game is rated A for a Ludra. Got it. You can take your mounts and you go, wow, it's a really cool dragon, but I have this much cooler dragon and I don't want to ditch cool dragon. You can be like, oh, okay, well, 
Boom. Now he's a pet that will fight by your side instead of being a mouse. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, so um he's gonna be uh tweeting out um uh, not tweeting out, uh posting keys online on the Imperium Ludi section. Also he just mentioned some fun giveaways, so keep a track of that. Mm-hmm. Because you know it's super fun. Got I had a I had a good time, man, and uh I was in beta three, I think it was called and it, there's still some some weirdness in the game, oh, yeah. couple bugs, but uh, yeah, I had a I had a pretty good time. I'm like, yeah, look at me, pew pew mage, and now I have a sparkly unicorn. And, oh look, now I have another sparkly Spark unicorn. <laughs> oh, go tame a wolf. Okay, I tame the wolf. The wolf is gone. Sparkly unicorn. The unicorn. <laughs> a mage you didn't somehow find a way it to get a It gives you a Pokédex, dude. <laughs> it's like, oh, here, wow. here are all the animals in the region. Go for it. It's like, really? So then I run back to the starting zone. <laughs> I started grabbing everything. It's, um, so far, it seems to be buy to play, but it might have a subscription model to it. They're, they're kind of on the fence about it in the forums, from what I can tell. So, right. Money's cool. coming out. Awesome. Sparkling unicorn. Oh, you woman. All right. Um, and sadly, um, Archelon's planned adventure of the Curse of Strahd at Capital Meetup Room in Madison, Wisconsin on June 26th has been canceled. Uh, if something that interests you, uh, p him on the forums or hit him up on Twitter at uh, Lolfmiggle if it's something you're interested in in the future. Sounds fun. It's a D. Uh, by the way, it's a Curse of Strahd, the D&D &D adventure. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Of course it is. More specific. Of course it is. Wait, what? It's is a D&D adventure. adventure thing? A D&D vampires. adventure in Ravenloft. It's an old D&D &D, um, campaign setting. Okay, we're going to click on that, and we're just going <laughs> to check that out later. <laughs> right? <laughs> is this an in-person yeah. thing? It is an in-person thing, unfortunately. Oh, then we're going to close our extra link, as we don't need it. <laughs> but I do know that he has mentioned trying to get some online stuff going on. You know, we play D&D. &D, we chat. He and yep. I have chatted a few times about, you know, rolling 20s and all that. So Yes. Yep. Well, then I will just sit here and wait patiently for my turn. Because I, I don't go. live anywhere near Wisconsin. Like, Neither nowhere near not even remotely. Mm. I live closer to you guys than I live to Wisconsin. Yes. <laughs> All right. And in WoW, AIE WoW is under new management. Or is it old management? Or is it orange is the new black? Oh, we don't know. In any case, congrats to Randy Deluxe, a.k.a. Maui, a.k.a. hopefully our guest sometime tonight. M.I.A. Accepted... Not Maui. M.I.A. <laughs> That's right. He is accepted to take over the reins as the big kahuna of AIE WoW. And if you know Randy, you know he's the perfect fit. He's been involved with the guild since the beginning. He has been our GM once already and is very active in the game and is highly regarded in the community. Also, big congrats are in order for the herder of cats and craft fair folks and a few raid teams. Cyrene has been promoted to Praetorian. For those that don't know, Praetorian is a senior officer rank, a step up from the Centurion rank. Oh, and feel free to email Cy in-game a left shark as a celebratory gift. And there is a thread on the forums where you can wish her congratulations or condolences, depending on your point of view. It's both. We, we all is. know it's both. 
Yeah. A big thanks to Maui and Sai. May the refrigerator and the break room be filled with all your favorite treats. Uh, due to a sadly low drop rate from Garrison Boss summoning items, Thugs has changed the date on the AIE versus the Garrison Boss oh, event man. to coincide with the Summer of Love. See our forums well, for yay. detail or whisper Thugs in game or on Twitter at Al Alec Mazar. Alec Mazar. There we go. And remember, you can help by farming up the boss summoning items. These items have a chance to drop in any completed garrison invasion, regardless of any previous invasions done that week. They are independent of the bag of the bag of loot drops, and you have a chance each time you complete an invasion. Everyone can help, regardless if they've done it before. And we need that help because we need at least two to four of every item. See the forum threads for more info. So, speaking of the Summer of Love, a great AIE event, everybody should participate. Ooh. It is coming sooner than you think! This year, the annual event of love and celebration runs August 1st through the 7th. Right now, the community-wide Remembrance Day is Tuesday the 2nd, as it typically is. And Friday, August 5th, we have a coop tentatively planned. Saturday, August 6th, we have the Old School Raid Night. Please contact Cyan Game with four left sharks and on the forums or Cyrene AIE on Twitter if you want to host an event, find out how you can help. And again, you've got to buy your way in with left sharks. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> want to know more about Legion, the upcoming WoW expansion? Well, then head on over to MMO Champion, where they have a great summary and links to the Legion Summit interviews that were done the day after the red carpet movie premiere in the U.S. of the World of Warcraft movie. This is a big interview where they talked all about what's coming up and all the good stuff. Uh, you guys check it out yet? Um, Ted has a little bit. I have not yet. Yes. Now the the interviews are really good, and I'm starting to listen to the podcasts and such that are that are actually playing the interviews that they did. So it's mm -hmm. some good info. Yeah, it's some really great stuff. Uh, one highlight, at least for Ted Semi, who, if I had kept reading, would know that he and did in fact check it out, is right. that a feature similar to the Lords of War is ready to go for Legion, and the folks at the Legion Summit already saw the first one and loved it. So what's that mean? So the Lords of the Lords yeah. of War. Remember the the um, the video shorts that they did for each warlord leading up mm -hmm. to Legion. Yes. They're going to do something very similar to that for Legion, so that uh -huh. they'll have one on Illidan, they'll have one on the Illidari, that you know all the major players, so that they kind of introduce you to who here's who you should be paying attention to in in the game. So you said Illidan, Illidari, and then the major players, right? And the first thing yep. I thought when you said Illidari was Illidan cosplayers. And then you said the major <laughs> players, and I'm like, ah, yes, the famous Illidan cosplayers, of which there Illidan himself ranked third in a contest of Illidan <laughs> costumes. That's that, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we're going to warn you right now, MMO Champion did try and block out spoilers in their summary, but... Um, in interviews, yeah. all bets are off because these guys are kind of living with that in their immediate present and somewhat past. <laughs> they kind of don't yeah, realize right. it could be spoilery or they're not censoring at all. So if you don't want to be spoiled with story and lore, tread carefully. They don't always yell spoiler alert. Fire right. beware. 
Yes, definitely. Speaking of spoiler alert, if we do get Randy on, there will be movie spoilers. We apologize. All right. And uh, just a reminder, the Eve Vegas event is on Friday, October 28th to Sunday, October 30th. It is a go. Crazy Uncle Link and Robot Stig are gathering as many pilots in the AIEU to converge on the celebration. Tickets are on sale now at uh, vegas.eveonline.com. And if you have your ticket, head over to the meetup site to let us know that you are coming. And speaking of games we play in space in Star Wars The Old Republic, episode 14, Mandalore's Revenge, has been released since our last podcast. In this story, progression chapter of the Knights of the Fallen Empire, you get to find out what Shay Vizsla has been up to since you last saw her in the Shadows of Revan expansion, and also what your former companion, Torian, has been doing as well. Make sure you keep an eye out for the very famous Mandalorian clan, the Fets, who make an appearance in the story. Have you already played through Chapter 14 and you're looking for more information about what's coming in Chapter 15? The Gemini Deception trailer is out and will get you ready for the next story beat in the Knights of the Fallen Empire coming June 30th. Also, the producer's letter for the month of June came out, and Delphi has a good write-up on it, as well as a link to the video on YouTube for the producer's letter. Max and Seema also covered the producer's letter in the latest episode of the Escape podcast, number 146, the producer's stream. They have changed recording days to Tuesday, so feel free to join in the live chat room whenever they record. All right, so our... RRF, not RFF, RRF, Captain Civil's Star Trek Online News Summary for the week ending in 6-12-2016. So, we're going to open with huge news coming of the forthcoming Agents of Yesterday expansion. A July 6th release date has been announced. Starting on this day, July 6th, all of the episode's players have been running on through the beta, including the latest one, Vorgon Conclusions? Conclusions. Ha <laughs> ha. Vorgon Conclusions. Nice. It's a clever pun. I destroyed it. it. They shall be released for all the players. More juicy details of these episodes and all the news we are about to outline is available on the Star Trek Online website. Go there for any clarifications on any of this, as I can only fly a ship backwards. That's right. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. beep. All right, and it is that time of year again for the STO Summer Event. The annual Riza Low, Low Lunit Festival will be starting June 9th and playing through July 21st. Uh, do crazy daily events to win prize vouchers for vanity pets, vintage beachwear, updated mini power boards, jet, pads, jet packs, and much, much more. I'm sorry, I'm trying to figure out what would be an... Vintage beachwear. Do they mean vintage as in the front of the game, or am I actually fighting for a 1930s swimsuit? Because if so, I'm there. Have right? you seen my bathing suits? <laughs> I just put them regularly. So yeah, I, I I'd really like clarification on vintage. So I'm gonna go to the Star Trek Online website and find out. Yes, but uh, also available is an opportunity to save up ex- excess prize vouchers for the annual summer event Starship. Vorgon, not Vogon. It's yes. a Xyphus Heavy Escort. Yes, That's because if it were Vogon, then you would need your towel, and you would be in an entirely different universe. Well, you should have a towel anyway. This is a beach event. I agree. I agree. 
All right. And on the subject of the current temporal Cold War story arc, a new backstory was released on June uh, 9th entitled Army of Me. It features a 31st century Ferengi temporal agent on a trip back to intercept a Nakal operative. On the subject of the current temporal Cold War story arc, a new backstory was released on Thursday, June 9th, entitled The Army of Me. It features a 31st century Ferengi temporal agent on a trip back in time to intercept a Nakal operative. A surprise plot twist ensures. Ensures. Oh, you know what I mean, guys. All right. The Star, right. Trek, Online, Star Trek Online has released more details about the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 console versions. No formal release date has been announced, but our Ferengi operatives are saying soon. Trademark. A sizable number of UI and player quality of life improvements and fixes were released over the last two weeks as well. So if you've not checked the game out recently, you should probably do that. And the status, for the status of AIE's classes Fleet Starbase, all fleet mates are encouraged to check out the Fleet Holdings tab in the in-game menu. Contributions of material and personnel are always welcome to assist in building the Fleet Starbase and other Fleet Holdings to their full potential. So there is some t- uh, Lord of the Rings online talk on the forums. Yes! We do have... Re- Yes, we do have officers regularly online for invites, and there's some some chatter about getting the band back together, so to speak, and maybe some epic battles. It sounds like it might be the perfect time to visit Middle-Earth, and hopefully we can have those folks on on soon just to chat with us about everything that's going on since our last visit. Now, you said get the band back together, and in any other game, that might be figurative, but But in Lotro, that's literal. It really is a band. Right, exactly. So, you know, they're talking about getting the the band back together. Mm -hmm. That is great. All right, so (laughs) Final Fantasy, XIV, Shiv, Arr, Revenge of the Horde, not that horde, the new horde, was released on June 7th, 2016. We'll fill in the details later. But uh, right now, it just links to a video on the site, and it's great. And oh my gosh, you guys, just seriously, I love Final Fantasy. If I could afford to be in Final Fantasy, I'd be in Final Fantasy, running around in circles right now during the show. My image would not be of me. But of my character, running around in circles in Final Fantasy. So, but do they have sparkly unicorns? They do. I have a um, little one, and she bounces around at my side at all times. Awesome. It's adorable. And we will go ahead and get more more information for the sh- for the next show on this. So, let's get yes. a little tea. Change the trailer for you there. Mm-hmm. It's yep. really nice. It's really pretty. Final Fantasy is one of the prettiest games out there right now. It really is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Everything I've everything I've seen of it, we've had, you know, Avalon, everyone on. It's it's a gorgeous game. It really is. I think we just go into the movie talk and we'll be good. All right. And we will try to um keep it as uh, spoiler free as possible unless Randy jumps in, since I know people have not Randy's gotten a chance. Them. That's me. I have not gotten a chance to see this movie, and do I do know the plot in theory? Because I know all the Warcraft lores and stuff. I do not know how the movie makes the journey, and that, yes, my friend, is all the difference. Or strawberries and lions, or something. Something like that. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, high level, they did an amazing job with the movie. Um, we went with, as we said, we went with a roommate. Uh, took our daughter, went with several friends from the community, and everyone everyone seemed to very much enjoy the movie. 
um, the story, how it was told and everything. It was awesome to see a lot of Easter eggs that were definitely fan service, but still worked in the, the movie. Um, I will say this, Aludra, you are going to, if you didn't already play a mage, Cadgar and <laughs> Medivh would make you want to play a mage with how they did the special effects and the spells and everything for this movie. So it was oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, special effects are good. Great. I was terrified on some level that it'd be another Avatar The Last Airbender movie. No. This uh... is like, like when they – you can tell the difference between – a mage teleporting themselves be oh my gosh, or yeah. creating a summoning portal or sorry, a, a, you know, teleport group portal mm-hmm. um, are done really well. The actor that plays Gul'dan, you can just feel how palpably evil that character is. And it comes through the CGI with no problem. You, that's the other thing. The orcs in this are done so well mm-hmm. that you, it almost makes the humans look like they're the CGI as opposed to the orcs. If you're used really, to really, that's them. freaky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Guys in costume, there shouldn't be Uncanny Valley there. <laughs> yeah, there's some points where it is against, you know, especially against the backdrop and all of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the magic, the way, you know, set piggyback on what Tet was saying, the use of the magic, like you could see the difference between like arcane and fire and yeah, I mean, I, I will admit, I, I did feel bad about playing a warlock a few points in this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, it's, kind I of warlock, it's kind of anti-warlock propaganda. In fact, all of WoW is anti-warlock propaganda. And normally, it doesn't bother me. It's like, really? Okay, yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah, you just like, made you know, it for a legion, and you're like, Shh, whatever, that won me. Whatever. Right, right, that's not me. And yeah, I'm like, oh, for the first time in my WoW career, I felt guilty about playing a warlock. (laughs) But the the use of the arcane magic and the mage is insane. Insane, Mm -hmm. insane. I will also say, you know, I like the way very much that they presented both sides and showed, you know, we'll admit we have a horde bias. We so have a horde bias, and that's okay. It very much was the, I think a lot of it was from the Alliance standpoint, but they very much made it so, okay, this is the bad part of the horde, but this is also over here is the good part of the horde that has honor. And they spoke a lot about that, which I really respected. So in no way did I feel that the horde itself was the bad guys. It was, you know, certain members of the horde that were the bad guys. Yeah. um, Matthew Rossi's wife, Matthew does, uh, Rossi does Blizzard Watch and the Blizzard Watch podcast. And he's the, one of the lore focused writers and uh, the warrior columnist. And his wife is uh, True Blood Alliance, plays a night elf druid. The, the whole thing. She's like, even I can sympathize with this version of Duratan that they showed in the film. So they did a really good job of showing the the I, I, almost the heart of the horde that you could tell that there was a good side and a bad side, and that was that was really good. the The other thing, going back to the the fell magic and the arcane magic, um, if 
anyone has gotten the um the the Warcraft um the book called the the first Warcraft lore that they put out that um, basically explained the whole the Warcraft one. universe. Yes. yes, the big you know red one. Yes, yes. It's, not, not it's like this thick and it's red. Yes. And it's a bunch of stories yeah. in there. No, it's, yeah, it's Warcraft it's, Chronicles it's Volume One. Chronicles. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it was it was your birthday. It was your Christmas present from your in-game boyfriend. Yes. Okay. Yes, that one. Um, we, we did a gift exchange for our D and D group, and his our buddy got him. You know. Yeah, yes. Chronicle and, awesome. and I, they're buds, so that's, that's why I was just using him. But on the, they have a they have a cosmology chart for how everything's laid out, and you can see that Fell and Arcane Magic are diametrically opposed. They are, you know, the heads and tails of the coins, so to speak. And so you can see, especially when they get into certain plot points that we won't go into how the arcane and the fell magic offset each other and you know uh, push back against each other it's really well done so if there was ever a you know oh mages are always anti warlock after this movie they're completely anti warlock after this movie uh, quite now, literally yeah now did either of you guys read the duratan book that the christy golden wrote the prequel to the movie no, no we, have we haven't oh my have gosh <laughs> Yeah, I did. I it's amazing. I have that. I have the graphic novel, and we have the Christy Golden adaptation of the movie. So we've got all that to, you know, summer reading list. You've got to have stuff yeah. to read. So exactly. Yeah. Oh man. So, uh, spoiler about the book. It's very orc heavy. In fact, right. it's Shocker. all orcs. Well, it's Thorazan, so, yeah. Right. Wow. But it's, oh, really? it's okay. about it's about frost wolves pre Goldan and all that, and it's really oh. good. It really gives you a better sense of orc history and lore than I feel the game itself gives you. As the yes. game's kind of, you can lose a narrative thread pretty easy, and sometimes the lore's lost amongst go kill seven, you know, plants yeah. and right. go right. go yeah go find the goblins and talk to their leader or whatever. So <laughs> sometimes you can really lose the story narrative, and I feel like I've learned more about frost wolves in that book than I did in all of Warlords. No, and I was, then, no, go ahead. Was it, I will say with all the literary material that we're getting from related to the movie and the movie itself, you do kind of need to look at it as a almost like an MU versus the MCU, whereas there are going to be changes. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because when you're dealing with something with such a, a rich history, you can't you have to change things and not necessarily just to change them, but because you're trying to tell a certain narrative and you need to make it streamlined for your viewers. So just going into that, realize it's not going to be exactly the same. And that's okay. And that's okay. It really is okay. and, And you mentioned the frost wolves, the way they treat the frost wolves, the the actual wolves themselves in this movie is amazing. And so is um, how they do the griffins. It's like, if you ever didn't want a griffin, the you griffin. want a griffin now. The griffin. You only saw one. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. In the book, it really touched on the close relationship between the orcs and their mounts slash. Uh, they, they didn't call them pets. They never considered no. them. Pets. No, no. They're companions. The tribe members. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, and they, they show that. They show that very much in the movie. 
Yeah, yeah. The they were the Frost Wolves, one of the Frost Wolves' greatest weapons in the book it kept alluding to because their numbers were always double what the enemy right. thought. <laughs> right, because yes. they treated those in the enemy's eyes, those wolves were mounts or pets or whatever. Um, um and there was a lot of like really great things in the movie just for fans. And there are things that made you like, like, hey, I've been there. I've been seeing that. And you're like, they, there's a meeting in Goldshire. And I'm like, huh, what are they doing in Goldshire? You know, like, <laughs> like that. That they kind of in there for us. And there's a scene, a flyover, that definitely plays homage to where Warcraft started from. Mm -hmm. It's a visual, and it's hilarious. And when you see it, you'll love it. It, it looks like an RTS where you... It literally, it's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it, nice. it looks like, you know how in Warcraft where you, you know, take over a village and then you move to the next one? Mm -hmm. It's that level of flyover where you're like, okay, that's an, R <laughs> that's an RTS map. That I swear to God, that's an RTS map. Yeah, so that was a hoot. Uh, there's some things that I found, like, personally kind of distract, not distract, but funny distracting. Like, there's a lot that happens in Karazhan. I'm like, so where's the um, opera? Yes. Um, Dalaran's flying already you know, spoiler, uh, which was weird. And something like personally, I don't know if you guys have watched the show Preacher at all. It's brand new based on a Vertigo graphic novel, but two of the main, two of the leads are played by Dominic Cooper and Ruth Nega, who are of course the king and queen. Yes. So literally I'm like, huh, I've seen those two before. <laughs> uh, so that to me was really funny. Like every time they're on a screen together, I'm like, when are they gonna start killing stuff and blow and you know wielding great powers? Um, so <laughs> yeah, I, I will say this. Speaking of killing things and and you know great powers, the way they showed the, how the orcs fight versus how the humans fight. You know, and how the humans learn to fight the orcs because the orcs are so much bigger in scale and oh yeah, man. And, you know, you and, and see that. You see that in a way you, you don't that, yeah. see it in game. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean it's already pretty obvious. Uh, orc male can crush an orc female. Like he can yeah. take her head in his hand and go like a grave. Yeah. So and she is a huge human. So yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's another thing that they mentioned in the book was uh this just sheer mass of orc males, even compared to orc females, it was brought up like yes. twice. Once during um, uh, a strength moment where, you know, a few males were doing something and a female joined in and they were like, um, dude, like, really? You're just <laughs> not helping at all. And they were just kind of like, uh, and she looked at them and they're like, okay, yeah, you're pushing. Because, yeah. you know, we're females being more females. Are they, fierce? <laughs> they are fierce. Yeah. Draga is fierce. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there, there are a number of alliance players that play mainly Alliance that have gone in and created a female orc warrior named Draka now, or some variation on Draka because of mm -hmm. how she was portrayed in the movie. Um, well, it's really great and, in the book. It's brilliant in yeah. the book. You get more of her history. Um, I don't know how, how deep yep. the movie goes into it. Not but at all. If you ever wanted yeah, to know no, this... how Carl's parents met and all that, it's outlined in the book along with the, hierarchy of orcs and how they view the world. It's really great. And there is... And that's, uh, there, speaking of Thrall, there's a little cameo of baby Thrall, and it's awesome. <laughs> yes. It's the cutest thing ever. Arr. 
<laughs> and um, that was the other thing is, you know how movies can tend to like, okay, we've made the, these CGI characters and now we'll just cut and paste them like five times for background extras. Oh, yeah, crowds. They did, they, for crowds, no. You could tell when they went through an orc crowd which clan every orc belonged to. So you could tell, okay, that's a laughing skull, that's a black hand orc, that's a frost wolf, just based wow. on their clothing and their armor and everything they had on. So you, you can definitely tell the, the different clans apart in the movie. It was it was amazing. Oh, so lots of attention to detail. Awesome. Yes, yes. it's exactly um I like something for me. I I love armor. I mm. like I I love my horde. I love being a member of the horde. Our armor tends to be a lot more spiky, savage. So like to me, I loved seeing like the alliance armor. Totally impractical. Totally impractical, but gorgeous. Yeah, <laughs> definitely gorgeous. Oh my gosh. That like, come on. I the want... horde is pretty impractical too. Uh, half the outfits oh, yeah. I can't sit down in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there was, and there were definitely some of the uh, WWF belts uh, yes. show on screen, which made me giggle. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. What else? Without getting too spoilery, I think it would definitely. It wasn't a perfect movie. That's okay. As a Warcraft fan, you're gonna love it. As a summer action flick, it's definitely worth the time. Yeah. I. We'll definitely say I would love to see it again in the theater, and we will be buying it when it comes out. Yeah. That's oh no, awesome. we'll be seeing it again in the theater. Yeah. No, you. You. This is one of those where you have to see it in the in the theater when it's in there, because just the the spectacle and the sound, especially because they didn't have. And, and I know several people have commented on this. They didn't have Russell Brower do the music. Which is yeah. Which is sad. I would love to have heard that. But mm-hmm. just the opening when they're doing the f- the first crawl and the Blizzard logo comes on the screen as they're panning through each of the letters, they're, they're basically um, made out of ice. And you can see encapsulated in the ice, you see Tracer, you see Arthas, you see Kerrigan, you know, reflected in the, like they're encased in the Blizzard logo as it goes by. But you've got this tribal music going on in the background that just gives you chills because you know it's Warcraft and you know it's the orc music coming through. It's it's just it's amazing. That so. sounds so cool. I Great. can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's a good time. Oh, by the way, I stand corrected. I said WWF. It's WWE. You just scold, scold me. Uh, that World, World Wildlife Foundation belts would not be as impressive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. It might be an imprint of an elephant's foot. That's the only thing bigger than those belts. There we go. What kind of thing else? My brain just went completely blank. What a shocker. Not. No, there was, I mean, just the visuals alone. Yeah. I mean, when you're flying over and you're like, so this isn't a spoiler because you know you're going to see the movie anyway. But if you remember to the opening of World of Warcraft, where you have the lone dwarf um, hunter looking into the mountains towards Ironforge, they recreate that mo- that shot the first time you see Ironforge, and they bring you over that, so you just see the lone dwarf looking towards Ironforge as you fly into where Ironforge is and go inside. It's it's amazing. And I had a lot of respect for, for Lothar 
yeah. from Anvil Lothar to begin with, just from a lore character, the way they portray him in this movie, you're just like, yeah, okay, grab your horde, grab your sword and fight the horde. You know that that whole alliance thing. He is so well done as a character and such a tragic character in this movie. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Some fun stuff is you get to see dwarves for a little bit. You actually get to see the high elves. Yes. Uh, Any gnomes? No gnomes. You do see... They're all below frame. Yeah. You do see drown eyes for a second, but not in a great way. Let's see. What else? Just like kind of like fun little things to keep an eye out that aren't a spoiler. Um, you got to see if you pay attention when they're all in the throne room having the war council discussion. And for the humans, um, you get to see the, the Lord, Lord Iran crest. You get to see the Galan crest. And we're, we haven't confirmed it, but we're thinking that a couple of the people that they're arguing with are from, are from Gilneas. They just have that, that look from main game that they're Gilnean, um, which is an interesting, you know, to have that discussion going on because Lord Iran still, a kingdom and still functioning. It hasn't been, you know, taken over by the, the forsaken yet. And so, I mean, there's a ton of stuff when they go through Westfall, when they show the orcs invading Westfall, you get to see, um, the, the tiny gar, um, you know, the, the battle paddle, the harvest golem. Mm-hmm. The harvesters. Yeah. Yeah. You get to see those out in Westfall. You know, you're in Westfall because they show that scene of if you've ever been in Westfall with the harvesters out in the fields and all that. So, um, Oh, quick, just I'm just going to say, I'm really frustrated. I still can't get into the chat room. I've been trying all show. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry, sweetie. I know. I know um, I'm frustrated. The, the, the gate, the way they do the, oh the gate. Oh my God, the dark portal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dark portal is amazing when they when they come through the um, the swamp and or the the morass and all that. Yeah, um, and I won't spoil it, but I, I love what they did with Karazhan. Karazhan is amazing. It makes me want to go, you know, play with it before before Legion because yeah, it's it's really well done. That's that's awesome. Why yeah. is it changing in Legion? It's not changing in Legion, at least not that we've seen yet, but there are when you're doing... Um, okay, because I'm, I'm about to log in go look, because the way you made it no, sound for a second there. No, 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 like, but there are, there are several points in your character class storyline and in the Legion pre-event and the Broken Isles event where you go to Karazhan, and it's a different... Um, yeah, yeah, inside, with, they, it's a different uh, scenario for With you. Khadgar. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I'm hoping they don't change it, but you know, just well. people keep people keep data mining stuff out of there where they you know, that could be related to that scenario where you you talk to Cadgar, or it could be stuff where you have to go back to Karazhan after a certain amount of time in Legion to do other things. So yeah, I'm hoping, that's why I'm hoping I, that you know the scenarios really you, they keep. The old raids as is because everybody still has yes. a blast going through there. Oh, I mean, yeah. I can think of several AIE nights that we've done that. But you know, they they set it, they use it as a stage for certain scenarios. And yeah, you can't go back to do that yes. scenario again, and that's that's kind of rough. But at the same right. time, don't touch the raid. <laughs> right. Yeah. Definitely. Exactly. Oh, and and you'll love Aludra. Um, you know the the arcane guardians in the library mm-hmm. in Karazhan? Yes, those yeah. jerks. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, you'll get to learn all about them. So they're arcane guardians. 
Uh, yes, but you actually get to see <laughs> I, I them created. I feel like that was rather self-explanatory, but okay, no, there's no, no, more you'll there. See. You'll see. You, you'll see in the movie. They're they're much more than that in the movie. They're awesome. Cool. So, so I think that pretty much wraps up our mostly spoiler-free talking about the movie. Guys, just if you haven't seen it, go see it. Find a babysitter. Find the time. Find the money. Whatever. Go see it. It's a wonderful time. Where's the money finding spot you speak of? <laughs> I know. It's on the couch cushions. Definitely go see it. Support the film. It's a setup film as well. Hopefully we'll get more. And you can definitely tell that Duncan Jones really loves the source material. Which I love that. I respect. I respect yes, that I so that. much. There was actually a really great interview with him on The Nerdist a few weeks ago. So go seek that out and listen. It's, a, it's really good. And it shows you he is one of us. He is a geek. And he loves this stuff as much as we do. Well, Randy, we missed you. And we did. And though it was a very good show, I really feel that we, we lost a certain amount of awesomeness to that. But uh, we'll anyway. We'll just have to have him on when he's available. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, Internet, we working. are kind of irritated with you. Um, yes. And Google, you're not helping. So there we go. So that's our show for tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank you guys for joining us on this, my last show. What? Yeah, you heard me right, folks. Uh, the AIE podcast from this point on is going to be a Ludra-free, a Ludra-less, uh, very, a Ludra very light. Fewer. Yeah. It'll be light. less because it won't have a Ludra. How about that? <laughs> yeah. I have been here since episode 93, you guys. Gosh, oh my. That is 162 episodes that I would not trade for anything in the universe. Even when I couldn't be there because of various real lives, I still count it. So there we go. Okay. You guys, the AIE community, Tatsemi, Michaela, Akuzad, Dills, Gomez, everybody made this show awesome. And I was absolutely thrilled and honored to be a voice of this community. So I'm sure that it will carry on with all the greatness that we have come to expect. We're going to miss you. Yeah. Yeah. And you do know, you know, you have a random free Sunday. We are more than happy to have you back on anytime, sweetheart. I've got the passwords. I could hijack it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Ooh, that'd be fun. (laughs) I mean, oh, um, um. (laughs) I wouldn't put it past you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Michaela and Tatsumi can't make it. And here's the Ludras from her underground bunker. I would right. put on a tinfoil hat and everything just for you guys. <laughs> right. Don't you have a tinfoil crown? No, no. I have this one, which is made of foam rubber. And yes. this one that is made of foam rubber, but is signed by Russell Brower. So. Even cooler. Awesome. Yeah. All right, guys, so. Are we done with the show? depressing stuff? <laughs> I think we are. And and I know you're not in the chat room, Aludra, but Mew says Aludra will be missed, and Sybil says hugs to Aludra. Oh, thank you yeah. guys so much. I've been trying to get in there. Oh, freaking show. Just fine, whatever. I know. I know. Technology and stuff and just. Yeah. It owns us. We know. We know. Right. Unfortunately. This show really has been, we've been kind of 
technologically derailed this evening. Mm -hmm. And actually, according to Mew, and I agree with this, you're not leaving. You're actually just on an extended special assignment. <laughs> there, there's a lot of dirt that she needs to dig, dig into. Yeah. yeah. A lot of dirt. Yeah. Find those pets. Set them on old man Frank's because he's not paying that much attention on to his lawn. Yeah. No, he's not. Well, because his <laughs> children are eating him alive. So mm -hmm. Yes. They came to the Eludra summer camp of how to eat old man Frank's. Yes. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, as I try to regain my composure yet again, um, if you have questions or comments about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Our lovely, leaving us, Aludra. You can still find her at Aludra underscore AIE. I am at Cyberwave, and Tetsami is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you're getting this on the podcast feed and weren't here live or checking out the, uh, the recording on YouTube, you missed a really good time. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can join the chat room and play along with us at our website, theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was, of course, composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or his website, keyswithsoul.com. Now it's time to play all of the great AI member segments we received this week, including overly dramatic news from our own Hunts the Wind. And please remember, we are always looking for new segments, trying to keep them under a minute or two, and we will take a look at them. Next time, they will be talking to someone about AI somewhere. Maybe they will even talk somebody from Final Fantasy onto this feed. Ooh. So until then, AIE, this was Aludra. Aww, this is still Makala. <laughs> this, this is still Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Demon Hunter defies duties due to developing different distraction. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. Blizzard has long been known for cross-pollinating characters among its different game properties. One only has to look at a typical Heroes of the Storm match to see ample proof of that. But a misconfigured forum server for the Overwatch beta recently revealed that this multi-game mobility has been taken to a whole new level. The bug exposed hundreds of message threads between developers and some rather unexpected internal playtesters, Blizzard characters such as Deckard Kane, Jim Raynor, and Illidan Stormrage. The threads are a fascinating read. Kane wanted more character backstory in the game, arguing that players would stay a while and listen to such details. Raynor mostly complained that he should sue McCree for badly impersonating him. But it was Stormrage who dominated the boards, with dozens upon dozens of threads. In one, he argued about the music selection for Lucio, complaining that, quote, the incessant pounding beat makes my horns hurt. Another long thread was dedicated to him pushing for a green ice option for May. While developers humored his incessant comments, it's clear that they were becoming concerned that he's more obsessed with Overwatch than with killing demons. When he demanded a free copy of the game to play post-launch, they reminded him that Legion was launching soon and he'd better refocus on his own game. This provoked a tirade from Stormrage, who thundered that when it came to going back to Warcraft, he was not prepared. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.